It's time now for The Complete Story with Rich and Dick Bott, a public news and information feature of Bot Radio Network to keep you informed about the most important issues of our day. Now, here is Rich and Dick Bott with today's Complete Story. Well, i tell you what, Rich, uh, buddy, uh, do you remember when we journeyed to Dallas, Texas to have a meeting with Dr. Robert Jeffress because we wanted his program on Bot Radio Network, The Pathway to victory. I sh- doesn't that doesn't that sound good today? I sure do, Dad. And remember when we worshiped there at First Baptist Church of Dallas in the new sanctuary that they built. We saw the video where the old one was imploded and they built up this brand new beautiful uh, sanctuary to worship the Lord right there in downtown Dallas, Texas. Exactly. I remember that vividly. I remember we were there at First Baptist Church of Dallas, and uh, David Jeremiah was there as one of the speakers. That's right. That's right. Uh, well, anyway, who is our guest Well, today? our listeners are going to know the voice because they see and hear him on Fox News, but especially because they hear him on Bot Radio Network. It's Dr. Robert Jeffress, pastor of First Baptist Church of Dallas, Texas, and the speaker every day at 12 noon on most of these Bot Radio Network stations of Pathway to Victory. So, Dr. Right. Robert Jeffress, welcome to The Complete Story. Yes. Oh, it's great to be with you all again, and we are so enjoying being on Bot Radio Network. I think we've been on just a little over a month, but we're already having a tremendous result. Wonderful. You've been on a month at 12 noon. That's what I wanted to say. Wonderful to have you on at 12 noon, because before you were on at 4.30 in the morning, and that gets a little early for somebody my age, that's for sure. But now right at 12 o'clock noon. You were always listening, and I appreciated it. (laughs) Well, God bless you, sir. I cannot imagine a day... In the name of a broadcast, Pathway to Victory. Aren't we all looking for victory? Oh, victory in Jesus. You know, we're living in a world that gets darker and darker, it seems like, by the day. But, you know, the light shines brightest in the darkness. And that's why we're so happy to be partnered with Bot, to really be sharing the Word of God with as many people as possible. You know, our, our purpose statement at Pathway to Victory is to pierce the darkness with the light of God's Word, and uh, we just are so grateful for the opportunity to join with you in doing that. And Dr. Jeffers, we live in strategic times. I am so excited and prayerful that the Lord is going to send another Great Awakening-style revival. I've heard that every major revival is preceded by a movement of prayer and the bold proclamation of the Word of God. And when I hear about these prayer movements that are springing up all over the country, and then the bold proclamation of the Word of God, such as you do every day at First Baptist Dallas, and we present on the pathway to victory, I'm encouraged that the Lord is doing something in our generation. And you were telling us earlier about this tremendous celebration that's coming up in our nation's capital on July 4th. Could you tell us about that? Right. Pathway to Victory is hosting a Celebrate Freedom Rally on Saturday evening, July 1st, 8 p.m. at the Kennedy Center in Washington, D.C. I'll be speaking. Our 250-voice choir and orchestra will be presenting stirring patriotic music. Uh, Congressman Louis Gohmert will Uh be with us. It is going to be a fantastic evening, and we're going to also be honoring veterans that night. We're working with a number of veterans groups in the D.C. area, including Walter Reed Medical Center. And I would invite anyone and everyone listening right now to come and join us. And the best part is tickets are absolutely free at the uh, 
Kennedy Center, all you have to do is go to our website, ptv.org, and you can scroll down and see how you can get your tickets. But there's no place better to be on the July 4th weekend of Washington, D.C., and to be with us at the Kennedy Center on July 1st. Oh, man, you know, I can't listen. My mind is just going in a, in a swirl when I'm listening to you talk. First of all, the Kennedy Center. What a beautiful, beautiful place to have this. And then the 4th of July, man alive, to take the family to the nation's capital. And uh, everything that we've been talking about, what a wonderful thing. And you can take the family, you can have that experience, and it's free? It is absolutely free, Dick. And uh, again, you do have to have tickets. But you can get those at ptv.org, download those, and I would love to see in person our uh, Pathway to Victory listeners there in Washington, D.C. And, of course, you've heard our magnificent choir and orchestra from First Baptist Dallas. We're going to have a giant American flag there at the Kennedy Center. It's going to be a truly great evening as we remember that our nation was founded as a Christian nation. It's not politically correct to say that, but it is God's truth. America was founded as a Christian nation, and we will be celebrating that and then calling our nation back to its uh, spiritual roots. So I hope people will come and join us that evening. See, while while we're we're on this subject just a little bit, because I've been studying this in England and and uh, and the European Western countries and that sort of thing, they do not have the beginning that America enjoys from the start. One nation under God, and we could go on and on and on to to the principles that that the nation was committed from the very beginning, and we're losing sight of that. The children are not learning that in schools nor in colleges or anyplace else, but that is exactly what has held America together all of these years, and we must not lose sight of that. Absolutely. Well, that's exactly right. You you know, Dick, it's interesting, Uh, and Rich, you can go back to some earlier court rulings and actually find where our courts early on uh, said over and over again, America is a Christian nation. And one court ruling I was just reading the other day referred to Islam as a imposter religion. And that was back in the 1800s uh-huh. that we had a courts that talked about imposter religions as opposed to true religions like Christianity. Well, even even in our, our Marine Corps hymn, when we sing about uh, from the halls of Montezuma to the shores of Tripoli, that's talking about how we fought the Barbary pirates way back then. And uh, they were Islam. Islamists that were taking our sailors and uh, uh, taking our ships hostage over there off the shore of uh, Tripoli, which is um, Libya. Well, they, okay, yeah, Tripoli, Libya. Yeah, I, th- so I think Rich was I, I had a senior, senior moment. moment there. But, but, <laughs> but I mean, that, that goes way back. We've had this uh, constant struggle. And that's right. And we have always said as a nation, we welcome people of all faiths or no faith. People are free to practice or not pr- practice a religion, but... It has also been true that America has decidedly given a preference to the Christian religion, and we've not hesitated to say that we're a nation founded on that. And, you know, I believe that God is not a respecter of people or nations. Any nation that reverences God will be blessed by God, and any nation, including the United States, that rejects God will be rejected by God. And that's why we need this great spiritual turning 
back to God. That is the only way we're going to enjoy his protection as a nation. We yeah. absolutely do, and it's based on the Word of God. And that's what is so powerful about the message that you preach on Pathway to Victory, because you are teaching people what the Bible says, and then how it applies to the way we should live today. See, that and, is so important. If I can make an insert here, Rich, what the Bible says and how it applies to our living today. And not and here I want to I want to get to this book. Not all roads lead to heaven. And uh, not not every road goes to heaven, but it's a very exclusive gospel, but it's a very loving gospel at the same time. Tell us about your book, uh, Dr. Jeffress, Not All Roads Lead to Heaven. Well, it just came out in paperback. The paperback edition was just released a few weeks ago, and it's available on Amazon. But uh, and, and I'm happy to report Christian Retailing just nominated it as the best uh, evangelism book of the year, and we're very excited about that. But the message is nothing new, but it's a message that needs to be heard again. You know, a recent survey showed that 57% of evangelical Christians believe that there's more than one way to God other than faith in Jesus Christ. I mean, that is astounding, but that is 57% of evangelical Christians believe that, even though Jesus himself said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. Mm. No man comes to the Father but by me. And in this book, Not All Roads Lead to Heaven, I talk about why it is Jesus is the only way, and I answer questions maybe some of our listeners have about, well, if that's true, what about those who have never heard the gospel? Or what about those who worship God, they just calling by another name? Is Allah just another name for God? Or what happens to children who are too young to accept Christ as Savior, if in fact He's the only way? And this book, Not All Roads Lead to Heaven, is a great book not only to equip yourself in how you can answer those questions, but it's a great book to give to somebody uh, who may be of another faith to explain why Jesus is the only way, and the most loving thing we can do is share with people that exclusive way to God. Dr. Jeffress, I I see you frequently on Fox News as as a contributor to their analysis of events that are taking place, and I always am blessed to see that you go out of your way to give the gospel in almost every time that you're on the TV there. You find a way to get the gospel, a witness for the Lord Jesus Christ. Well, thank you. Sometimes we have to wedge it in there in a few seconds, but we try as hard as we can. And, you know, one of my best friends at Fox News passed away a couple of months ago, Alan Combs. And, uh, in fact, that was the very last interview he did before he passed away. He was, of course, the resident liberal there. But I remember talking with Alan about this message of not all roads lead to heaven. And he was of the Jewish faith, but he was seeking, and he said, you know, Pastor, you're a loving person, but isn't that a hateful message to teach people that every other way is, is going to lead people to hell? And I said, Alan, just imagine hmm. that I saw your house on fire, and I ran and started knocking on the front door, and I went upstairs to where you were and found you and said, Alan, follow me, there is one way out of this burning house. Would you accuse me of being hateful because I insisted there's only one way out of the house? The only reason I would say that is if, in fact, there were only one way out of the house, and I wanted to help you find it. 
And it's the same way with telling people that there is only one way to God. The reason Jesus said that to us is because he loves us. He yes. doesn't want anyone to perish and suffer eternal death. He provided the one way. And you know, when you think about it, if what liberals say is true, that all religions are simply different paths up the same mountain of truth, and all roads lead to God, then the death of Jesus Christ was totally unnecessary. It was a waste if, in fact, everybody's going to end up in heaven anyway. Mm. You know, Jesus prayed in the garden, Father, if there is any other way, let this cup pass from me. But heaven was silent, because there was no other way except the way of the cross. You know, and that goes against the grain of popular culture. Uh, The subtitle in your book says, um, Sharing an Exclusive Jesus in an Inclusive World, because people want to think that kind of all roads lead to heaven as long as you're sincere. But you can really be sincerely wrong, can't you? Absolutely. And and again, uh, uh, we're not saying this because we hate people. There are people sincerely looking for God, but they're looking in the wrong place. And again, when we say to somebody, you know, Islam, Mormonism, Hinduism, Buddhism, these are all dead-end roads that will not lead a person to heaven, but will leave a person to hell. That sounds hateful, but it's really the most loving thing you can share with somebody, if in fact it's true. If somebody has an interest in the claims of Christ, what passage of Scripture, what book, or what chapter do you encourage them to read first? Well, I think a good one is just what I've been quoting from, is John chapter 14. I also go to John chapter 3 that tells the story of Jesus and Nicodemus. You know, Jesus gave his greatest discourse on why we must be born again to enter into heaven to Nicodemus, who was a respectable Jew who kept the law. Uh, I mean, if anybody could make it to heaven by good works, it would have been a Nicodemus. But, you know, again, I used to say to my Jewish friend Alan Combs and others, you know, when you object to this idea that Jesus Christ is the only way, remember the three biggest proponents of Jesus' exclusivity were all Jews. Peter was a Jew, and he said in Acts 4, there is no other name under heaven by which we can be saved. The Apostle Paul was a Jew, the Hebrew of the Hebrews. He said there is only one way. And Jesus himself was a Jew, but he said it is only through faith himself in himself that a person can be saved. So don't let people say to you or intimidate you by saying it's anti-Semitic to say that Jesus is the only way to be saved. The three greatest proponents of that truth were all Jews in the New Testament. Or those who say it's Islamophobic to say what you just said. Truth is truth. Regardless of who accepts it or who denies it, truth is the same thing. It always has been. It's called truth. That's true, isn't it? Absolutely. And again, we don't hate Muslims. We love Muslims. We want them to come to faith. Jesus died for Muslims but they must receive him as their savior in order to be saved. You know, I tell people all the time, I try to get pinned down on some of these talk shows, well, do you think this group is going to be in heaven, or what about this group? And and I said, you know what, nobody goes into heaven as a group. We don't go to heaven as a group. We go to heaven or hell individually based on our relationship with Christ. You know, Dr. Jeffers, um, what a thrill it is to hear hear you express yourself this way. Because when I see you on television or I hear you on the radio, you are who you are, 
and you don't give an inch, but you always say it with love and a smile and a confidence that you know the truth. Mm. What a pathway to victory, if I could use the name of your broadcast one more time. The pathway to victory is exactly the gospel you preach. Well, and we couldn't do it if we didn't have wonderful ministry partners like Bot Radio Network, and we're so excited to be with you every day at noon mm-hmm. now, at a more decent hour, and uh, we're grateful for the tremendous response we've already had. This month right now, I'm teaching through the Book of Romans in a series called Grace Powered Living, and uh, we encourage people to tune into that and uh you know, the book of Romans written by the Apostle Paul has so many practical insights about how we live our lives right now based on the truth of God's grace. So I hope people will tune in to hear that teaching on the book of Romans uh, that's occurring on Pathway to Victory. And I know you also love Israel. I, I just saw this movie, In Our Hands, about 50 years ago when yes. the city of Jerusalem was reunited. And uh, what a powerful, powerful story that is. And we want I want to thank uh, CBN, Christian Broadcasting Network, for producing that. And uh, But on your broadcast, you are offering uh, Behold Israel, memorable messages from the Holy Land for people that would like to give a gift to help support the ministry of Pathway to Victory. How did you happen to create these messages from the Holy Land? Well, we take a group regularly to Israel, and we were just there a couple of months ago, but we decided, you know, not everybody can come to Israel. We wanted everybody to see it, so we brought a video crew with us, and we taped seven messages at their historical location. So I'm on Mount Carmel preaching about Elijah and the battle with the false prophets of Baal. And then uh, we filmed a segment when I was on the Sea of Galilee, and I talked about Jesus stilling the storms and how you can uh, uh, allow God to calm the storms in your life. And then I preached on the Mount of uh, Armageddon about the second coming of Jesus Christ. But I think perhaps the most thrilling message to me was to stand in front of the empty tomb that you will Mm. see there and preach about three reasons the resurrection matters. And so you get to see all seven of these messages preached on location in the Holy Land, and uh, this DVD set is available to anybody who just gives a gift to Pathway to Victory. All you have to do is go to ptv.org, and you can order that series. It's great to watch at home or in your small group Bible study class. I've been to that garden tomb, and there's a wooden sign on the door that says, He's not here, for He is risen. Oh, it's so thrilling to walk in there. Now, I know some people say uh, that the the tomb was someplace else. I believe it was right there in that garden tomb, and it is a thrilling place to be. And, uh, you know, you all have been to Israel. The Bible just comes alive to you when you're there, and you see that these are real places where these real events took place. Exactly. And so, uh, again, for those who may not be able to go or those who have gone and would like to relive some of those moments— they can get this DVD set, uh, Behold Israel, and a gift of any ma- amount will get it uh, to you. We'll send it to you right away. And your website is ptv.org. Is that right? That's right, for Pathway to Victory, ptv.org. Yeah. And be sure to let them know that you hear the broadcast on Bot Radio Network. Now, let me open the door. Let me open the door to another subject for just a moment here. Let's talk for a moment about current events. While we have Dr. Robert Jeffress as our guest on The Complete Story. Now, Dr. Jeffress, we are at a moment in time in America, in the White House, and in the Congress, 
and everything else trying to face the present in order to lead us into a future of freedom and uh, and the ability to uh, pray as we care and worship as we want and all of these various things. Now, as I was pondering, there is a hatred, there is a hatred of President Donald Trump that defies logic. And because it's so deep and it's so hateful and it does defy logic, you almost have to believe there is something more to it. Um, now, as I was thinking about Winston Churchill, certainly he led us in World War II in a way that no one else could. Winston Churchill, however, he had his faults. There's no doubt about that. Matter of fact, when World War II was over with, the people of England did not reelect him as their prime minister. And yet, and yet he was God's man, apparently. He was the choice that God made, not anyone else, to lead um, England as well as he was very influential in America as our ally. And I was thinking also about George Patton, uh, General George Patton in World War II. My word, this man was not a Christian without a doubt, but how God used him in freedom fighting, you see, because it was freedom that we were facing at that time and it's freedom that we're facing at this time. So God uses whom he chooses. But apparently, there are those who hate the president. I don't know why, because when I hear him talking about helping the schools in the inner city and really making sure that kids have a good choice of schools and then and then appointing a secretary of education that does the job. And I have known Betsy DeVos. I know her family and all of the others. When I heard Vice President Mike Pence say, I am first of all a Christian, and second, I am a conservative, and third, I am a Republican in that order, I almost had to stand up and say, Amen. So when you see what the man is doing to keep his promise, his recent European tour over to the Holy Land as well as the Arab countries, you have to think, well, is God at work? And is this why everyone is so hateful coming out of Hollywood, coming out of the media? This is the, this is the message for years now that has kind of put American society in the tank. Certainly it's ruined the family. Uh, so I'm, I'm a little confused. What are your thoughts? Well, I think a lot of it, Dick, is uh, something the president recognizes in his voice, and that is there is a war going on between good and evil. And I wrote the so. president a note uh, just a couple of weeks ago thanking him for calling the Manchester attack what it was, evil. Mm-hmm. What we saw happening in London is evil. And I think the fact that we have a president who is willing to label things evil, I think it absolutely infuriates people whom the Scripture says love the darkness more than the light. And I think that's exactly what's going on. This is a war between good and evil, and I thank God that we have a president who recognizes that, who has surrounded himself with many strong Christians, starting with Vice President Pence. I was at the White House not long ago. You wouldn't believe the number of committed believers that are working in that White House right now. Mm. And we need to pray for our president. We need to pray for the protection of our country. Uh, I think this is basically a war between good and evil right now. You know, as as an old-timer, I'm kind of a senior citizen here, even in this group at 83 years old. Um, But I can remember the days when America was manufacturing everything. 
There wasn't a piece of clothes you could put on your back that wasn't made in America. There wasn't a television set. There wasn't an automobile. There wasn't anything you could go to the store and buy that wasn't manufactured in America. And I saw the meltdown over the years. You see, so now nothing is manufactured in America, and we don't even have our energy resources anymore. And when I hear President Donald Trump say, let's make America great again by putting people to work, manufacturing our products, uh, developing our energy resources, this kind, of, this kind of sounds like springtime in the old farm. Yeah, and look, not to delve too far into politics, but let's call this like it is. I mean, all of this smoke about collusion with Russia and all of this, look, we've got to separate what we don't know from what we do know. We don't know there's been any collusion with Russia. There's been absolutely no evidence of that yet. But what we do know with absolute certainty is that liberals are absolutely determined to do whatever they can to paralyze this president from enacting a conservative agenda. And that's what all of this is about, and we cannot allow this to happen. I believe this is America's last chance as a nation, and that's why we've got to continue to pray for our president and for our government. It is. It is a last chance. And I tell people if Donald Trump will hold the door of religious liberty open for us, it's up to the church to go through that door. It's up for to us as individual believers in Christ to share our faith and to advance the kingdom of God. And that's why I appreciate the ministry of Pathway to Victory, your powerful pulpit ministry from from First Baptist Church of Dallas. Tell us about your preparation for these messages that you bring, about your study of the Word of God. You know, Rich, let's just go back. I would like Dr. Robert Jeffress to tell us his story. There was one time when this little baby boy was born, and God had his hand on this child. Give us just a little synopsis. Well, you know, I had the privilege of growing up in the church that I now pastor, and my pastor growing up here was Dr. W.A. Criswell, who served here as 50 years as pastor, and I was in his office when I was five and accepted Christ, and when I was in high school, I was called to the ministry, and he put his hand on my shoulder, and he said, Son, one day you are going to be the pastor of this church. And as a 16-year-old, he had me kneel beside him, and he prayed for me as I prepared one day to be the pastor of this church. And in the providence of God, he led me back here 10 years ago to be the pastor of First Baptist Dallas, and it's really the greatest privilege of my life. And so God has been so good, so faithful to me. And, you know, Rich, you ask about my preparation. I do exactly what Dr. Criswell did. He said, Son, save your mornings for God. And what he meant was, you shut off the phone, you get in your study, and you spend every morning studying. Do your meetings, do your visitation in the afternoon and the evenings, but if you'll save your mornings for God, you'll always have something to share with the people. Yeah. That's great advice. Now let me add, let me add one other thing, because I've watched you as well on this. You bring your family with you. Have your children close to you and make serving Christ a positive experience in their life. Hmm. Well, I'm grateful that my kids know the Lord. I have a wife. Uh, We met when we were 12 years old, and she's been by my side almost since that time. Uh Uh-oh, are you confessing something now? (laughs) (laughs) 
This um, the celebrate freedom. Tell us about that again in the in the last couple of right. minutes here. We want to invite everyone listening to join us in Washington D.C. Saturday evening, July first, at the Kennedy Center for our Celebrate Freedom Rally. Uh, we'll feature our 250 voice choir and orchestra singing stirring patriotic music. We're honoring veterans. We'll have all kind of veterans groups there. And uh, I'll be bringing a message along with Louis Gomert. The best thing is the tickets are absolutely free. All you have to do is go to our website, ptv.org, scroll down, get your free tickets, and we'll see you at the Kennedy Center on Saturday night, July 1st. Uh, Saturday night, July 1st. Hey, Rich, I think this particular Complete Story broadcast that we're recording right now should air this weekend, Saturday and Sunday. Can we make an executive decision and get that done? Well, well, let's air it tomorrow, which is Wednesday, and then also Saturday and Sunday. Let's do it. All right. God bless you, sir. Thank you for what you do. And we're so proud to have your broadcast as a part of Broad Radio Network. Well, it's an uh, honor to partner with you. Thank you both so much. All right. This is Dick and Richbot with this chapter, right. The Complete Story, as a public service, and I'll see you later. Thank you. <laughs>